It's Stick to Sports with Logan, Adam, and Noah. Welcome to the Stick to Sports podcast, the podcast where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It's Noah. It's Logan. And today it's our NFL offseason recap, um, NFC edition, where we're going to go through each team and give a quick review, our expectations and our thoughts on what they've done in free agency, the draft, etc. And we don't have anything much to look forward to when it comes to the NFL. Training camp is months away if training camp happens, but that's all we have to look forward to at this point. What's up, Logan? How 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 are we feeling about the off, the off season this year? I just want football, you know. I, just I want mean, sport to watch. Well, you have football. I do have soccer now. I yes. do have real football, but exactly, I do enjoy American football. So, if we can have that this year, I will be, be happy. Great. Okay, so also um, I'm gonna not even just with our different um with our different recaps of teams. Well, I'm also gonna go over the over unders and basically see what we think of how the te- everyone every team's outlook on um the season looks. So we'll start in the NFC NFC East, and your favorite team, the Eagles, uh, went nine and false false. My favorite team to defend for some reason. You defend you defend the Eagles, yeah, you do. Yes, favorite, I don't know why. definitely our favorite quarterback to defend. Definitely, but, um, Eagles went nine and seven last year. Won surprisingly, the div- surprisingly. Yeah. after all those injuries, you know. Yeah, won the division and ended up losing to the Niners. Uh, I whoa, hold on, I don't even, I don't want to be wrong here. Was it? Was it the Niners? I want to say it was the Niners. I don't. Why do I not remember this at all? Oh, it was the Seahawks because the Seahawks. they had Josh McCown. Remember, Josh McCown had to come in because Carson Wentz got a concussion. Yeah, I I don't understand what's wrong with him. Well, I mean, very injury cheap prone. Shot, so that yeah. wasn't his fault. Um, I mean, still injury prone, but yeah, they went nine and, nine and seven. End up losing on their home field. Still got a home field advantage because they won the division because the NFC East is just that bad. Um, won the division, lost to the Seahawks in the first round in the wild card game. They did. I don't. I'm gonna I don't say know. they did well for their circumstances. They had a good year for all the injuries they had to deal with throughout the season. So I'm not. I know. And Carson Wentz did be, carry that team. He didn't carry that team, and fans will be angry because the uh, the injuries and Carson Wentz sucks and blah blah blah. But they should be glad they made it this far. Honestly, how, how many injuries they had that year? Uh, I think the most notable game I think would be the Week 16 versus the Giants, where Carson Wentz literally on his back, literally, um, and had literally no. I'm saying literally a lot, but had no receivers to throw to at all. Top receiver, I think, was Greg Ward, who was like yes. the squad, and he was a converted quarterback. So, And every single – I've never seen so many injuries on one team. It was, and even the, when healthy, the receivers sucked. Yeah, Nelson strong. Aguilar was disgusting. Nelson. Um, Alistair Jeffrey ball. was n- not there. Zach Ertz was there, but – now let's think about what they did in the off season. So, 
I think the Eagles did. They addressed their two most important needs in the offseason, which was their wide receivers and their secondary. Um, in free agency, they got uh, Will Parks. They got Nikel Roby Coleman. They got Jalen Mills. They traded for Darius Slay. They got Ronnie McLeod. So they really beefed up their secondary, although they did lose Malcolm Jenkins, which he was a big part of that team. So that, that's going to hurt. But all the other additions I thought were smart for them to build up that secondary so it's not so bad as bad as it was last year. Definitely not. I think um, Darius Slay was an ex- ex- excellent pickup, um, and – their secondary did get roasted last year. Especially for a third-round pick, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll, let's speak about draft picks. Let's go into the draft. So, well, the 20th- well, hold on. Also, I liked the J- Javon Hargrave signing to just to beef up that defensive line again. Uh, you know, it's always good to have great uh, lots of pass rushers, as the 49ers showed us. Yeah. Year. So, yeah, sorry. Back to the draft. Back to the draft. So they had the twenty one, the twenty first overall pick in the first round, and they picked Jalen Rieger, who and they there was there were more there were more I think personally better receivers in the draft still to that point. Um, yeah. So when I was watching the draft, I thought it would have been smart for the Eagles to trade up to the was it, I think the thirteenth pick was the Forty ers had. And trade above them, or trade with them, to get that pick, so they can get um, a Ceedee Lamb or a Jerry Judy, because they really need that top receiver. And even even if they didn't trade, Jalen Rager, the pick they had, was not. I don't, in my opinion, not the best option. Justin Jefferson had, went right after him. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. You had T. Higgins. Brandon Ayuk, um, uh, who's Denzel Mims, KJ Hamler, KJ Hamler, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I so just, yeah, I didn't agree with. I didn't know if Jalen Rager is the best option. He's a small receiver. Yeah. Um. He he isn't. He's again. He's not a big. He's not a bigger receiver. But they haven't had a number like last year. I think the Eagles' top two pass catches were both tight ends. I think both Zach Arts and JJ are saying a white side. So, is a receiver. I thought he was a tight end. No, he's a receiver. It's all right. Huh. Whoa. Uh, my my, my apologies. Right. But either way, their top two pass catches last year were um, were their tight ends. And and – and obviously, Alshon Jeffrey is there still too. He's thirty years old. Right. He's Jalen Rager is speedy. He could get down the field quick. He reminds me of Deshaun Jackson. I'm not going to give him that much. He's basically a Deshaun Jackson clone, but they really need. And I don't think he's the number one guy they need. Hopefully, JJ Arcega Whiteside can um, improve this year. It still picked and up Marquise also, Goodwin, though. Yeah, also, sorry, I was going to say that. The addition of Marquise Goodwin, a veteran, who's also kind of like Deshaun Jackson, very yeah. fast, um, he can help the younger players develop better. Um, I, I think Alshon Jeffrey is kind of a cancer in the locker room and probably should 
is probably going to be on his way out. Deshaun Jackson's old, so these I like the I like the two. I like Marquise Goodwin. Jalen Rager probably wasn't the best pick at that spot, but I think they can make it work. Okay, but how about their second round selection, um, <laughs> Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I don't know. The Eagles and the Packers of this draft both made on quarterback decisions, which I didn't understand because Carson Wentz is, even with his injuries, is in his prime right now, and building around him is the best thing you can do for him. And they don't need a backup. Drafting a quarterback in the second round when there were lots of much better, not much better, but better players in positions of need was would have been a better decision to make at that point. I think personally, in my opinion, I think first off, yes, you could say that they needed a backup QB because obviously Josh McCown came in after. Um, they're always looking for their next Nick Foles, you know, hero, backup QB to come in. Um, but at the same time, Jalen Hurts is not a backup QB. He's a, de- a develop a developing starting court- quarterback. You do not draft Jalen Hurts to back up, to back up. You draft him to develop him into a starter. So I don't understand why they would make that decision, and I don't. I don't know if it was the smartest. It wasn't the smartest decision for them. No, it wasn't. I thought maybe like a cornerback at that spot would have been better because a lot there were a lot of good cornerbacks still on the board. I. They want to use him as a gadget player, but you don't pick a person to use as a gadget player with in your second round, round. <laughs> yeah. Especially with all the holes you have on your team. Exactly, and they had a lot of holes, especially they in the secondary. Yeah, they could have benefited from taking another receiver there, um, or a secondary player because that's where they struggled last year. I just don't. I don't, I don't understand the move, and it doesn't make sense. And when Carson Wentz struggles one time this year. You're just going to hear all the Eagles fans clamoring for Jalen Hurts to go in. So, so right now the Eagles over-under stands at 9.5. What are we thinking? Over or under 9.5 wins? I think over. Over? I, I'm doubling down. I think they I think they get nine wins. I don't I don't think they they, – they might win the division. Actually, scratch that. They're not going to win the division. But I think they can. Okay. But moving on into the division, um, we'll go Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys had, I think, a great, great, great offseason, personally. Um, And, you know, I'm not even a Cowboys fan, and somehow I always end up defending them. But the Cowboys last season went 8-8, didn't do much. They they didn't make the playoffs. Dak Prescott was second – was second in the league in um, passing yards, and Zeke underperformed, but Tony Pollard broke out. Yes. What it, in terms of the off season? What do we think? Um, what do we think Dallas did good? You know, I kind of agree with you. I actually liked what Dallas did this off season. They kept Dak, which is it was a sensible thing to do. Um, they resigned Amari. They resigned Amari. They lost Byron Jones, which was unfortunate, but they're not going to pay that much for him. And they also got his replacement in the draft, which we'll talk about later. Um, 
I liked the the Gerald McCoy and Don Terry Poe signings to beef up that defensive line. They got rid of Jason Garrett. They got rid of Jason Garrett. Yeah, well, I mean, personally, I think they just replaced Jason Garrett with a Jason Garrett with the Super Bowl ring. But okay, Mike McCarthy is still a Super Bowl winning coach, so he may be able to bring something more to that team. Uh, they got Ha Ha Clinton Dix for that safety position. Um, that was a good pickup. I like that. Uh, Greg the leg for kicking. Greg position. the leg. Um, you, we know how important kicking is, so that was yes. a good pickup. I liked, I liked their free agency stuff. One thing that is worrying is Travis Frederick retired, their starting center. So, and he's been a big part of their offensive line success for a while. Well, right now, Joe Looney is poised to take, take, be the starting center next season, but but Travis Frederick was very good. You're not gonna just replace him like that. But on the other hand, let's go to the draft. I thought their draft was excellent. Their draft, first off, I think they completely with the first. I don't understand how somebody let CD Lamb go to the the Cowboys. Barry Jones was laughing in his yacht as he took CD Lamb from the Eagles, and he just had he was just having a great day. I don't understand. First off, why CD Lamb fell that low? I I don't we I didn't project him to be a top top ten pick or whatever, but. I'm thinking about a team's no, up. Yeah, Henry Ruggs went above him, and I thought CeeDee Lamb was better than Henry Ruggs. Actually, Henry Ruggs was the first one. He went before Judy and Lamb. Yeah. And I thought he was not worse, but they were. I thought I thought CeeDee Lamb was great. At first off, he had an amazing combine. Yes. He, oh, he had an amazing season. Um, I think he was a better QB than both. First off, um, I think it was better QB than both Ruggs and Judy because both of them were on the – first of all, both of them came out of Alabama. So, obviously, I guess it's a it's a Bama thing. But the the Cowboys got – I think it's a, a steal in um, drafting um, um, CeeDee Lamb. And not even that, but their second-round pick, they got Trevon Diggs out Third of Bama. To replace Byron Jones? Yes. And – I the the Cowboys won 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 um didn't win in terms of the every single team but won the off season. They had a really they, yeah they had a really good off season. And it, now it's being said that CD Lamb is going to wear number eighty eight. Um, for the first off, okay, with the pressure, I mean, whatever. But the fact that I think they're really looking at CD Lamb is probably being one of the next best receivers in the league. And yeah, now. now Sorry, go ahead. Now they have now that offense is sporting out Dak Prescott with a a very good receiving core. I think I think um Randall Cobb um CD Lamb is an upgrade from Randall Cobb. Yep. Um Zeke Zeke is still there and Tony Pollard had a breakout season last year. And was it his rookie season last um, year? I think it was his rookie season. But uh, um I think it was. Yeah, so you're you have the Cowboys and on defense, obviously their defense struck didn't do as good as they were supposed to last season. But you still have Leighton Vander Esch, Sean Lee, Demarcus Lawrence, Haha, obviously, and Xavier Woods and Diggs um, in the secondary. The Cowboys 
might have a good chance of contending this season. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you at, like you said, CeeDee Lamb to that offense, you now give Dak, Amari, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, who had a great year last year, Zeke, and Tony Pollard. If he can't succeed with that, I don't know who can. If he can't succeed with that, they brought in another QB who might be able to. Right, Mr. Andy Dolan. We'll, we'll get to him. Um, and they got Trayvon Diggs to replace um, Byron Jones. They got Neville Gallimore from Oklahoma. Yes, Oklahoma. I mean, not Oklahoma. Big 12 defenders are garbage, but he may actually be good. Probably is good. And they also got Tyler Bidash from Wisconsin at, at center. At center, yep. And Wisconsin is a very good offensive line school. So I think Big Ten schools are just great for the offensive may, line. He may get that starting job. Who knows? Yep. But I thought they had a very good offseason. And speaking of quarterbacks, let's go to Andy Dalton. What, what are we thinking? I think it's, it was a good move. I think it was a great move, too. Um, I don't understand why when the signing happened, I, I was seeing stuff like, who will start more games, Andy Dalton or Dak Prescott? I, I don't know if I like that. But I think it's also Jerry Jones, because they didn't re-sign Dak. Jerry Jones is basically giving Dak, saying, hey, you know what? We just brought in your replacement if you suck right. this year. This, this is Dak's proven year. He has plenty of weapons now. He needs to take them to the playoffs and win a game. Yes. Because if not, I'm, I think the Cowboys might be fine with rolling out with Andy Dalton and then getting a new quarterback in a couple of years. I, I don't think Andy Dalton's a bad quarterback. He's person. not. He's serviceable. Just think Cincinnati. All you need is a serv- – oh, Yeah, Cincinnati, Cincinnati is not just the place Cincinnati. to succeed. All you need, yeah, tell that to Joe Burrow, but that's a whole other episode. Um, but yeah, I think the Cowboys are in the best position to succeed. I think they win the division um, next season. I only because right now I'm looking at them; they're more a more complete team than the Eagles, and they're not going to be. I mean, it, we're we're still not in the season yet, but I, oh, as usual, I think Philly's going to have a lot more problems in terms of injuries. And um, just it's going to be weird for the new offense to mesh, you know. They, I think they had a new OC right now. The Cowboys, yeah, if they brought in coach, new. Wabin, they have a whole new coach and scheme that they need to um, learn. So I think that they might have some growing pains as well. I don't think they're just going to be smooth sailing right out of the gate. Well, yeah, I, I agree with you in that, but I still think that right now they're a better. Um, better team than the Eagles, and I think they win the division. Over under for them is at nine and a half right now. Yeah, I think it's over. I think it's over. Them and the the Cowboys and the Eagles may might both make the playoffs. I don't yeah. know who's especially with the new format, so we don't know. Right. Um, staying in the NFC East, the New York Football Giants had. Uh, they didn't have a bad in an interesting offseason, let's say that. The culture change, I'll tell you that right now. They the changes that they made, they first off, they brought in coach Joe Judge. I like that. I like I like that signing. I think it has a Brian Flores kind of vibe to it. You know, like I feel like he's gonna bring a good culture there. But okay, how about this? But, they might have sorry, but I think they should have went all the way, 
and they should have fired Dave Gettleman and, and not kept him. I don't think that is true, only because David Gettleman has only been in there in in power for like what three years. But Pat Shermer was only there for like three years too. But it's a coach. Coaches are more are more dispensable. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- how about this? Um, Joe Judge brought in Jason Garrett as uh, as offensive coordinator. That's right. His 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 boy, and Freddie Kitchens is on the staff as tight ends coach. Listen. Freddie Kitchens was a bad head coach, but that's not saying he wasn't a bad coordinator. Because with the Browns, their offense was good when he was the offensive coordinator. Okay, you're correct. So, yes, he was. They were both bad as head coaches, but sometimes that burden is just a little too much for some people. I think. Garrett and Freddie Kitchens are good. They have experience um, in those positions. I think they're not. That's not necessarily a bad move for them. You're right. So, um, if you're talking about, but when you, if you're talking about the Giants, is it is it good for? Because I think Joe Judge was Alabama's wide receivers coach. Right now, I think we're gonna you're gonna see a lot more offense. Offense, um, offensive moves for the Giants right now. Do you think that that's where they need to work? Um, I definitely think offensive line. Oh yeah, hundred percent is a must for them, and I think defense should be a priority, really, because they don't really have like. I can't really, I can't really think off the top of my head of like a, a star right now. Uh, I, the, I think the most notable player on defense right now would be Jabril Peppers. Oh, yeah. And maybe and now they just brought in James Bradbury, who had a very good season in Carolina. Yeah. Who, he's so... And they still, have, um, they still have Leonard Williams. Yeah, that's true, they do. <laughs> and... We'll, but, okay. But right now, looking at the offense... They didn't make a lot of moves in free agency. Um, the their draft in itself was it had some bright spots. Was interesting at at best. They signed. Oh, wait, wait. The Giants drafted Cole McCoy, and now Cole McCoy is the not drafted signed. Signed. He is the best quarterback ever. So they might win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> oh God! I didn't realize Cole McCoy has been in the league for eleven years. Or something like that. He's been in the league for a while. He's like 31. Um, so they drafted with the fourth pick overall, Andrew Thomas. Mm. They needed <laughs> they needed a lineman. Yeah. <laughs> not who I thought that they were gonna get. That's not at all the lineman I thought that they, they needed. That Andrew Thomas isn't even on my radar as top of 10. The, yeah. Of the four top tackles that were being projected in this draft. They picked, in my opinion, the worst one. Yes. Not that saying he's bad. No, not at all. Wills, Makai Becton, and Tristan Wirfs. Tristan Wirfs, I felt were all better than Andrew Thomas. I, I honestly never. When I say I did not see this coming, I did not see it coming. The, I didn't. They needed. They needed help in the O line. I think any help is good help for them. Obviously. 
Um, Daniel Jones needs protection, and I think this is – I don't know why it always seems to be a problem with the Giants' offensive line forever, but they need a help. So mm-hmm. I'm not mad at them picking a lineman. If they picked, you know, an, another position, like, I don't know, a quarterback, um, but it would have been – I would have said that there was a problem. But they got Thomas, which is he's, – he's a good pass blocker, but Nate – and. Nate Solder was hasn't been good. Mike Remmers left. Um, Cam um, Fleming. Hasn't I think been. Cam Fleming. They just signed this offseason. He could probably come in and play right tackle and be solid for them. Yeah, but um, I think they also drafted another offensive tackle in the third round. They drafted a guard in the fifth round. So they're really trying to beef up this offensive line to protect Daniel Jones and. Open holes for Saquon Barkley. According to according to I think Andrew Thomas, he says he likes blocking for runners. So notably, how he blocked for DeAndre Swift in Georgia, maybe maybe that's a good thing for Saquon and Saquon. Who they brought in this season? Exactly. So Saquon on the subject Saquon last season had still topped a thousand yards. Surprisingly. Was injured, his so his health obviously remains an issue. But they don't have a lot of options on offense. The Giants, mm. like I understand that Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton is poised to have a very. He's he, I expect him to have a breakout year this year. Evan Ingram, um, obviously Evan Ingram, um, Paul McCoy, Golden Tate. Golden, I, I don't respect Golden like Shepard. They have three slot receivers on their team, which is not an ideal, ideal situation. Nope, not at all. Um, I think, personally, in my opinion, it, obviously the defense is just non-existent. They don't have any real players on defense. Well, no. Well, whoa, okay. Xavier McKinney, who they got in the second round, absolute steal, I, I think. Somebody's—I don't understand how some of these players fell into the second round. He will be a very good player for them. And Mr. Cameron Brown from Penn State, Penn State you know, yep, is on that team. So, um, I feel, but personally, I feel as if they needed to address, they needed to grab a wide receiver, and they didn't. Mm, yeah. Um, but we'll see. Daniel Jones is not a bad quarterback. I think he's Eli Manning light, but maybe he maybe he can progress past that. Yeah, I think he can. I think he's more mobile than. Um, well, yeah, because he's younger. That means nothing. Anyway, um, I I guess he has. He, he can develop more. Yes. We can't. I can't write him off this quickly. But um, the over under for the Giants is standing at six and a half. <laughs> well, they just lost DeAndre Baker to arrest. Arrest, yeah. so, <laughs> and he was their number one corner. So I'm gonna go with under. I'm gonna say under as well. Probably Gosh. top draft pick. Maybe top, top ten. Five. Maybe top five. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Giants fans. The whole DeAndre oh, Baker save you this time. The whole DeAndre Baker situation is just crazy. All right, let's go to another steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the whole division would be in that category. That was, but, that was harsh. I apologize. Redskins fans. Um, so the Washington Redskins are 
would you call it a culture change? It's not a culture change, what they're going through right now. Um, I think so. I like Ron Rivera. I like Ron Rivera as well. I, don't, I just think that he's a band-aid to a bigger problem. Really? Dan Snyder. Okay, yeah. 100%. And no matter what coach you bring in, the owner's always going to affect everything. So... So, Ron Rivera, I like the Ron Rivera hire. And Jack Del Rio brought in as right. defensive coordinator. I don't but, know why he just, like, disappeared out of the league for no reason. I was, he was, yeah, that was, he was very good. for the. He was a very good coach for the Raiders. And he just, like, left. No, no not left. He was, what, no, but he just went away. And I was like, okay. But now, it's a good thing he's back. Yeah. Um. They... In free agency, they, they they made a lot of signings that, that didn't make sense, in my opinion. Didn't make sense. I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say they seemed a little like let's just get lots of players and see if they fit. I would agree. I mean, if you're going through a, a phase, is there the Redskins have not been good in years, right? I um, like Kendall Fuller. They brought him back. I was a good. Yeah. He, he was good last year. Um. They brought in Cody Latimer, who, you know, also they just lost to arrest. Sean Davis for the Steelers. That's a, that's a, like a, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, underrated sign. Not, not underrated. I'm going to say let's, let's a, a test, a test sign. Like, you know, like, that's a tryout. That's yeah. A tryout. Thomas Davis, that he's just bringing in for like the leadership. I just, a lot of these signings were like, Oh, look at us! We're trying to they also it. signed. They didn't get Brandon um, back. Yeah, yeah. Franchise tag. They also signed Thaddeus Moss as an undrafted free agent. That he probably should have stayed another year. Most likely, yeah. But you know, I I think he just didn't want to be left behind by Joe Burrow, so he just like I'm going with all the other LSU players. I'm out of here. But he probably should have stayed. Okay. He should have stayed. Um, they lost, obviously, Vernon Davis to retirement. But he was really nothing. He was just a, a great actor now. They don't have any tight ends, any real tight ends, at least. J- um, Jeremy Sprinkle's there. Richard Rogers. Yeah, but he's not going to do anything. They, I didn't realize they – Um, was it in the trade that they got Kyle Allen? They – Trade they yeah they traded for Kyle Allen from the Panthers to be their backup QB, but apparently Alex Smith is making a comeback, which I don't think he should. Well, I really think he should I stay think out he the should league. Just not come back to the Redskins. Um, but I, I don't think he should come back to the league. This man, they had a they he had a chance of not walking again. Yeah, I think that. I think Dwayne Haskins should get the starting job. Yes. They should let him like test to see how he is. They shouldn't rush it, but they don't let uh, them have. Obviously, like, Darius Geis and Adrian Peterson are still. Adrian Peterson? So good. So great. Enough of that. Um, anyway, let's go to the draft class. Chase Young. I mean, that best player of the draft that they got. I, thank goodness. Really, thank goodness they took him. Um, Antonio Gibson in the third round. They got a wide receiver there. 
see how well he does. They um, didn't really address their needs though at in the they didn't adjust their needs enough in the secondary. They didn't really give yeah, they didn't do that and they didn't really give Dwayne Haskins any weapons around him. Well they do have Terry Terry McLaurin from last year. Yeah. It was a good a great pick, but that's all he really has around him. So if they really want him to succeed they should probably should have done more. Yeah, that's what I was again. But right now, they're not expected to contend. We're no. just right. I think next year we're just gonna see. I was I was gonna say for Dwayne Haskins, but I don't even right now. It's just get another top five pick and let's see, go, and then build from there. You know, their over under stands at five and a half. Slower. Under, probably I think. Five. I think under. Um. So. Well, let's move on to the AFC. AFC. No, whoa, my fault. Whoa, NFC West. Is that North. is that where we're going? North, North, NFC North. Yep. Um, we're gonna go to NFC North. We'll start with the Packers. Or let's start with the Packers. And uh, rating this last year. They went thirteen and three last year. They made the NFC Championship last year. They were the the worst thirteen and three team. They're the worst NFC Championship team I've ever seen. Ever. I don't. They got their doors blown off by the 49ers both times they played, and obviously they need to address that. So what do they do? What do they do? The great Packers. They signed office. Mason Crosby to a contract extension. That's good. Um, other than that, well, let's see what else they do. They got Christian Kirksey, good linebacker. Um, Rick Wagner, tackle. Other than that, Nothing. oh, they got Devin Funches. Oh yeah, Devin Funches, great weapon. Uh, as but if you're really if we're really talking about they. If you look at the draft, let's move because nobody wants to hear us talk about the Packers free agency. I don't think their free agency was that eventful, but their draft it was eventful in all the wrong ways. Their first two picks they used on players that are probably their strongest positions on the field. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. Um, we'll Aaron- start with the, wor- the, the lesser of the, the two picks. A.J. Dillon in the second round. Okay, I guess you can have a two-hitter running back attack, but Aaron Jones showed last year that he's fully capable. And Jamal Williams is in a contract year, so he's... Right. Uh, Being that starting running back, so why would you waste a second-round pick on a running back? do not understand. And then, in the first round, they traded up. Traded up to draft... Jordan Love, which I only see as a guy who's going to sit on the bench for the next four years. Probably. There were, if we're going to, yes, some people could say like, oh, um, they still, um, the best wide receiver, because right now everyone knew what the Packers needed. They needed somebody to compliment Devontae Adams. We saw what happened when Devontae Adams went down last year. They, like the offense was, Nothing. 
Ed right. Rogers has nobody to throw to. I'm sorry right. that Valdez Scantling can't um, can't be a thousand yards, a thousand yard receiver, and Alan Lazard is it as good as we want? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So they did not. They didn't. They haven't picked a skill position with the first a first overall pick, a, a first round pick in. Over a decade, the last person they picked with um, a first round, a, a skill position they picked with a first round pick, I think, was um, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Is there another skill position? Shut up. Um, so Aaron Rodgers even said this fact going into the draft. And if I'm management and my quarterback, I know what my quarterback needs, and my quarterback addresses what he needs, you know. If they had got him a tackle, if they picked a tackle, or if they even picked another running back in the first round, you know, I don't think I would have been that mad. But, yeah, I mean, but picking a quarterback? No, trading up to get pick a quarterback. After, After making it to the NFC Championship, you think your best move is to draft a quarterback? No. The past couple years, they've completely rebuilded their defense and it was very good last year. But their offense could not keep up with San Francisco. So what do they do? They do the opposite of improving it. They just draft, they just draft in a position that they're strongest in. They should have drafted a wide receiver, a tight end, an offensive lineman, because Aaron Rodgers is in is probably gonna enter his He's declining. I think he's declining now. I think he is declining a little bit, but Aaron Rodgers is at the tail end of his prime right now. You should be doing everything you can, everything, to get him another ring. Instead, instead you draft his replacement for what reason? And again, to anger him. Is this karma for Aaron Rodgers, seeing as what he did to Brett Favre? I don't think Uh, so. Essentially, I don't think he did it to Brett Favre. He was just as a part of it. <laughs> the yes. was Packers that did it, but a lot of people were comparing this to what happened with Brett Favre. I I agree with that, but I think Aaron Rodgers is a little bit better than Brett Favre was at this eight, at that stage. Well, yeah, of course. Um, Brett Favre did say that he thinks Aaron Rodgers might not finish his career in Green Bay. Uh, Rodgers um, actually came out. That. I could see that happening because Aaron Rodgers is kind of a little Kevin Durant-ish. He's a little flaky sometimes. So I, I think, think there I think are times can. last year where I felt as if like he did not even um, feel, have passion for playing no. at times. No. Um, Aaron Rodgers even came out in his first dress since this whole drafting and said that um, in his exact quote, Said what it does is reinforces the adage that you can't only that you can only control what you can control, right? Um, and he said, not going to say I was thrilled by the pick necessarily, but I understand the organization is thinking about the future and the present, right? So, I don't know. I still think the the Packers are going to be an okay team. I do too. Only because Aaron Rodgers is just that talented. Their defense was, is, is better than it yes. was. Um, their over under stands at nine and a half. I think they're going to do better. I think they might win the division. I just think, yes, I understand that they're going. They want to 
build for the future. But coming off an NFC Championship game appearance, you should be trying everything you can to get back there. Not If they got out on the wild card or like didn't even make the playoffs, fine. I understand it. But they managed the NFC Championship game. Some like on like on some real miracle. I don't. When I tell you, I don't know how they made it there. I right. I think I think over. I think maybe eleven, twelve. Yeah, I I I, I see them going eleven five, maybe. All right, moving into their neighbors in the north, um, the Minnesota Vikings. All in the north. The, I'm trying to feel like where Wisconsin is. Hold on. All it's below Minnesota. It's just below Minnesota. Anyway, so the Minnesota Vikings last year um, went ten and six, made it to the second round as a six seed, where they got completely hammered by the um, San Francisco 49ers. They still beat the Saints. Don't you have their number? Mm. Moving on. Moving on. The Vikings had a pretty I'm not gonna say interesting, but their offseason was I don't I think I could call it I would call it a success. I think that their draft was success. They didn't do much the agency was eh, they, they didn't they, do they lost a lot of players. Yes. Um, but they didn't I I don't think they got worse. I agree. I think that they replaced those players with players they drafted. But exactly. They did lose. I think they lost three of their starting cornerbacks: Xavier Rhodes, um, Darquez Denard. Question mark. Uh, no. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm. I don't know why I'm dying myself. Oh no! It was Trey Waynes. Yes. And Mackenzie Alexander. Anyway, they lost those three. Um, so that was a big issue that they needed to fill. They also lost Andrew Sandejo, their uh, safety. So their secondary took a big hit. Um, but And they traded Stephon Diggs as well. I think the Stephon Diggs trade, I looking back at it, at first I thought this was, I thought that the Stephon Diggs trade was um, unnecessary, especially considering how he was their top receiver because Adam Thielen was unhealthy last season. But personally, I think they got a great replacement in him. They, I don't think they they didn't lose that they didn't lose that um, trade. No, I think it was a win win for both sides. Um, I I just they signed Michael Pierce from the Ravens. That was a good signing to replace Linval Joseph. Cause I think went to the Chargers. Yeah. Um, they extended Kirk Cousins. Who I didn't realize probably, was thirty one. Probably, probably to spread out that money that's owed to him. I didn't realize that um, he was he's thirty one. Like oh god, he because he spent a long time in um, in Washington. So I'm still I'm still like reeling from the you like that season. Um, anyway, their draft, as you said, was very good. Extremely good. Their they, first pick. They got their Stephon Diggs replacement in Justin um, Jefferson. Exactly. Um, and then they, with their the at the end of the first round, they got 
they address the secondary needs by getting Jeff Gladney out of TCU. Very good pick, I thought. Um, tackle. Got a good tackle. They got another cornerback, which I thought was good. Um, actually, I think they got three. They got three cornerbacks plus a, two safeties. Yeah, so they, they, they addressed their need completely. And they got James from Baylor, which I thought was a good pick. He was very good last year. And Troy Dye from Oregon, who also I thought was good. Um, those are two good picks in the fourth round. Whether or not they succeed. And I think a lot of people forget the season that Dalvin Cook had last year. He had a very good season. Dalvin Cook had an amazing season fantasy, last year. Fantasy owner of Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Lucky, I think he rushed for th- like over thirteen hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns. So this man had a great season last year, and I think the Vikings will be cont- contenders in the in the NFC North. I think they make the playoffs again. I think so too. Um, and I, Kirk Cousins wasn't bad last year. It's not bad. Um, people like to whenever the Vikings struggle, they like to pin the blame on Kirk Cousins, but. I don't think he was that bad last year. Especially. He also only has two primetime games this season. so Right, but even in his primetime games last season, the one against, I think, maybe the Seahawks, they struggled, but it was not his fault. But good thing they only had two primetime games. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, the I'm not going to lie. That does, I know I said moving off from the Saints, but the Saints are playing the Vikings on Christmas, and I'm. Sh- I wonder if they did the the schedule makers did that on purpose. Probably. Um, over under on the Vikings stands right now at nine. Over. Wait, I think I think they win 10, 11 games, even twelve if they're lucky. Mm-hmm. It all, it all depends on what happens. Uh, next, the team that I hate talking about because I don't I don't know what whatever what they're doing. The Chicago Bears. Well, you're the other team. That's okay. <laughs> what what team did you think I was gonna say? Well, we'll get to them later. Okay. All right. The Chicago Bears. Crazy. Just wasting Cleo Mack away. I thought that the Chicago. I thought last season was a like a fluke. I thought last season was just a season where they just lost. Maybe they didn't know what they were doing, but then I realized the season in which they went what eleven and five. That was the fluke. That was the fluke, exactly, because the QB, the situ, the entire offense was the same. I mean, granted, they lost Jordan Howard and whatnot, but I thought John, not John, Matt Nagy was a good coach. Maybe he still is. Maybe Mitch Trubisky is beyond saving. Uh, they did bring in John last, Lippo. Last year, they had a lot of scripted play. Like, no, the eleven five season was a lot of scripted offense. I don't think Matt Nagy is a good play caller. As Colin Coward said, a lot of smoke and mirrors. Exactly. <laughs> I, they did like, bring in a new offensive coordinator. Yes. John Filippo, Filippo, as their quarterback's coach. He was in Philly with Carson Wentz, and he was in Minnesota, I believe. And was he in New Orleans? I don't know. But he was in Minnesota and Philly, and he did – the Eagles, I don't think, have been the same since he left. So maybe that's a sign, a good sign. For the, the Bears, probably not. Trubisky is beyond saving. Yes, definitely not. Well, they brought in somebody to help somebody push him. Help him. I don't know if I like it, but Mike Nick Foles. 
my good friend Nick Foles, who I just love so much. So much love for him and what he's done. Nick Foles is... I don't know if, if that's... I, th- I think it's just Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Nick Foles is just a more seasoned Mitch Trubisky in my mm-hmm. eyes. I don't think that people should expect him to come in and save this team, but he definitely will probably start the majority of the games. I bet a QB, I think. I still think Mitch is going to play this season. I think he's going to start the beginning of the season, but Nick Foles will probably take over before they re- the mid the middle of the season. They re-signed Eddie Jackson. That was a good, help. good piece of business right there. Um, They signed Khalil Mack's younger brother, so maybe they think the genes run in the family or whatever. I don't know. Um, they signed Ted Ginn Jr., 30, 35-year-old Ted Ginn Jr. Okay, um, I guess. Um, and they signed uh, Jimmy Graham, I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's... I don't... Oh, bad signing. Bad signing. They, I, they paid him more per year than the Steelers are paying Eric Ebron. And I believe Eric Ebron is better than Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham has struggled rushed. with some of the best quarterbacks. Ever since he left New Orleans, he cannot succeed with Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to succeed with Nick Foles. And they did draft in the draft. The draft is also interesting because uh, they drafted um, Cole Komet, a tight end, who they didn't need. No. Uh, then they drafted Jalen Johnson, who wasn't a bad I like that signing. one. That- that replaced his Princeton with Gamara, who they lost in the offseason. Yeah, so they needed depth at the corner. Everybody else, I don't... The one person on this draft recap doesn't even have a picture. I. That's how obscure he is. I just don't Lechavious, understand what Lachavius Simmons... Kindle? I don't know what this the Bears are doing. I'm not sure. I'm I not just... Oh, they got Artie Burns, legend, legendary Steelers cornerback. Just kidding, not. Their over under is at six and a half. I mean, not six and a half, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. I think it's lower. I I think it's significantly lower. Than I'm project. I'm predicting like a, a six and ten, maybe a seven and nine. Same, same. I don't think they go seven. I think they go six and ten or lower. I just think their defense is too good for them to be any worse, but their offensive struggles are going to... And it's sad because I really thought that... Their defense was was so good. That 11-5 season was really a fluke, wasn't it? Their entire team was so good except for that quarterback position. It's a real shame because... And honestly, I think... Think about it. If it weren't for the double doink, that team might have been further in the playoffs. But... Oh, goodness. This team is very – so bad. I don't think Nick Foles is going to save them. They don't have an offense. They have Nick one receiver. They have one receiver who's subpar at best. You just call Allen Robinson subpar? I apologize for saying that. You know what? Let me reset. You better leave. <laughs> Allen Robinson's a good receiver, but – How is he supposed I'll... to succeed with Mitch Trubisky? No. Exactly. How? <laughs> Julio Jones couldn't succeed with him. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, so let's move on to an even worse dumpster fire. Remember when you said that this team would be the bounce back team? 
Yeah, and then they decided to just laugh in my face. They, they, you should have seen the signs. I, I don't, I don't know what you expect to be to see with this team. This team, you they, said they have a good defense. They have good players, but they have no players that are good because they traded them all and or let them walk. Because one, what's his name, uh, Bill Belichick light. Lions are the Patriots light. But what's his name? Matt Patricia, Patricia? Yeah. is not a good coach because I don't think he likes his players very much, and he's kind of mean to them. And you know, our generation's soft, so that yes. generation's soft, so they can't take that type of criticism. criticism. Yep. So let's look at their free agency. Their free agency was um, um, let's sign every Patriots player possible. We have to beat the Dolphins though because they're they're doing the same thing we are. Yeah, exactly. They got Jamie Collins, who, as we saw when he left the Patriots the first time, doesn't do well outside the Patriots system. Um, they got Danny Schoen, who I believe was from the Patriots. Desmond Trufant. I thought that was a good one to replace. I mean, he's not a good replacement for Darius Slay, but he's still Definitely a good not. cornerback. Um, Hal Vitae overpaid significantly for a backup lineman. I don't. I didn't like that one very much. I mean, he's a good, good player, but they overpaid for him a lot, and they got Chase Daniel. They they needed a backup QB because they when Matt Stafford went down, it was just disgusting. Oh, I um, forgot. They got Duran Harmon from the, from Patriots. the Patriots. Yeah, they re-signed Danny Amendola, who they got last season from the Patriots. Hey, Matt Patricia hasn't has a has a plan. But let's look at their draft. They drafted that Jeff Okuda was a great great pick. I mean, I, I could have told you that you drafted Jeff Okuda. Okay, DeAndre Swift is a steal. I don't I don't understand. What? What don't you understand, sir? Why would you draft a running back the second round a running back? When they have Carry on Johnson, who last year before he was injured was good. They also have, as you love to point out, Bo Scarborough. Bo Scarborough. Bo Bo from Alabama. Yes. They have him. So why do they they still have that other guy? Jason Huntley? No, not him. Anyway, I'll think of it later. Um, Why would you waste a second round pick on him? Ty Johnson. That's who it is. He He had a good year last year. Yeah, Ty Johnson did have a good year last year. Andre Swift, I understand he's a good player, but why? I don't get it. I don't like running backs being big time because, as we know, they have a short shelf life and they do not last. They also added, like, with the next three picks in the draft, they drafted linemen. Uh, I don't know if that was their need. I don't. I think their defense needed way more work. They got a defensive end in like the seventh round. Um, now they got a defensive end in the third round. Julian Oguara from Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know. Pretty good. I mean, they did get Quintez Cephas, who Jeff Okuda said was the hardest wide receiver he's ever faced. So now he'll never have to face him again. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand why Jeff Okuda. I guess Jeff Okuda is a good enough quarter to, so that you can draft another running back in the fifth round. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just looking. But I, I just decided to not look at what the Lions are doing anymore, considering they just, they're not, 
They're not the, the best team. The front half of the draft was good. The back half it was questionable. I yeah. what is their over under? Six and a half. It's definitely lower. Yeah, I think they're top five pick again. They need way more players to even think about getting to five hundred. Um, yeah, definitely. Defense it has just way too many holes. I'm not going to fix that with just stealing Patriots players. Uh, why do you... the Lions? Yeah, it's not good. So let's go. I was gonna. Just, it was gonna be a toss up between which is more which is a more exciting division. But we're gonna go into the NFC West. We already know what the most exciting division is. The NFC South. Yes. But it's a toss up between the NFC South and the NFC West. The NFC West is gonna be extremely good this year. You're right. But the NFC South is just more fun to watch. Um, they had the. Let's start with the Niners. The Niners retooled and re and already. I think they're gonna make another run at it. Might not be as successful, but they're gonna make another run. I liked what they did. Um, after their devastating loss in the Super Bowl. I don't know if it was devastating. They were one. They were one, literally. They they blew, I, they blew it. They blew it. I think this. You know they blew it. This um this the Super Bowl was a, a pure definition of that. You need a quarterback. No, no, do not blame Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not going to blame Jimmy Garoppolo, but um, I think Patrick Mahomes is a better QB than him, even right. in that game. Um, okay. And we saw what happened. He, he, if Kendrick Bourne caught that pass, it would have been over. But Jimmy G overthrew him because Jimmy G's a system QB. And we saw you see what happens is with system QBs. It doesn't matter how good the offense is. Look what happened with Jared Goff in the um in the Super Bowl before. System QBs just don't survive. Either way, I'm not gonna hit on Jimmy G because I like Jimmy G. Let's go back to their free agents. They re-signed Eric Armstead. Retained. They they traded DeForest Buckner to the Colts and in turn drafted his replacement in Javon Kinlaw, which yes. was just so so smart. Good. So, so smart. They let they let um, Emmanuel Sanders walk, but again okay. drafted his drafted his replacement in Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk, Ayuk. I don't I don't care. They resigned Jimmy Ward. Mm-hmm. He was good last year, I think. Pretty they sure. got Not Trent. Sure. They got Trent Williams from the Redskins yeah. after yeah. Joe St- after losing Joe Staley for what? Was it a a fifth round and a third round? A fifth round when they were asking for a first. That was very good. Um, they let Matt Breda walk, but at the same time, I'm not worried about Matt Breda. Yeah. They um, have... There's blanking right now. Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert. And, and Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. Raheem Mostert had a breakout year last year, and he's. I think he's going to continue it. I like what the Niners did. They got some other later on picks. The um, defense, if it's healthy, yeah, it's going to be good. Andrew back after he was injured. They signed Travis Benjamin, another receiver. They re-signed Jason Barrett, Dante Johnson. Uh, I thought they had a really good offseason. Yeah, um, obviously Nick Bosa might be defensive player of the year next year. Super Bowl contenders next year, I believe. I think so too. Um, yeah, their draft again was really good. Their over under is 
Ten and a half. Yeah, it's over. Uh, I, th- I think it's over. The Oakland's are very ge- not generous, but very conservative. I think. Oh, I mean, we have no one knows how these teams are going to come together. Or if they, no matter how much you know about football, so let's go to the Seahawks. And I don't know if I liked their offseason at all. Every year, every year, people always say the Seahawks aren't going to do well. And what do they do? Uh, well, they Russell school, Wilson. They just Russell. score an 11 5, 11 and 5 record out of nowhere and play the divisional round. Because they, of us. Could have get into the championship if it wasn't for. The refs. <clears throat> I think it's because of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. It is because of Russell Wilson. They had a literally last year. DK Metcalf was a rookie. DK Metcalf, I think, was their leading receiver, or was it Tyler Lockett? Um, we were we were always saying and that. They, for a day? Yes. Um, we were always saying that they had no weapons, right? So. If Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson led the Seahawks to a, bo- a top 10 offense, basically, last year. And simultaneously, they had a bottom t- tier defense. I think they had, like, the 26th best defense last year. Um, they added um, Greg Olson. So right. they filled their need at tight end, which which was good. In de- at defense, in the draft, they got Jordan Brooks out of Texas Tech. Um, th- That pick was, like, every pick that they have. It was... um. A player that no one knows who they pick in the first round, like um, who they did last year. They got the running back that they got that one time, Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny. Either way, L.J. Collier. Yes. Oh yeah, L.J. Collier, the defensive end. And we were like, who? So, in the year before that, you got Jermaine and Effetti, who we all know how that turned out. <laughs> so I don't know. What they're like, I still expect them to make the playoffs, right? Only because that's how Russell Wilson was technically MVP last year. Lamar, like Lamar Jackson, was just on another level. But Russell Wilson would have been MVP if not for um, Lamar Jackson, right? I think Russell Wilson is just that talented that I still expect the Seahawks to be competitive last year, next year. Still waiting on to see if Jadavion Clowney resigns. Ah, I don't think he does. Um, I don't know what he's doing. He's a, he wants too much money. No I think he deserves it. it, but they. Can't. But the Seahawks definitely need him, which is weird. They had they ranked almost dead last in total offense, but like we're we're top five in red zone defense. Meaning this defense turns it on when they want to, and I don't know if that's good. Um, I saw what is what is their prediction? What is their over under? The over under is looking nine and a half. <sighs> over, I think it's over. I think they make the playoffs. Yeah, same. Probably as a six or seven seed though. Yeah, I don't expect them to. Again, they were in the they lost the Packers by some BS, but they. I still think that they're a good a good team. Only, and I'm telling you this only because of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is not good. Only. Let's go to the Los Angeles Rams and. Okay, their off season, all, their offseason gets an L. Because of their uniform, yep. Because of their uniforms and because of their logo. Logo. Disgusting. Why do they need another rebrand? Did they? Why did they have to mess up a perfectly good uniform? Did they? Oh, why? I know re- why. Because the Chargers did it better and they had to beat the Chargers. But they, but they didn't even ball. do that. Is in it, fact, 
are the Chargers going to be using the Rams team or are the Rams going to be using the Chargers team? Because I think that's how it should be now. I think the Chargers are, the, in fact, the better team in Los Angeles now, I have declared. <laughs> because of the uniform? Because of the uniform and because of the team. you better. I think, look, personally for me, the Rams, first off, if we're talking about the logo, the logo, I was like, okay, that's a bad logo, but the uniforms I, are great. I love the uniform. Personally, when they moved to Los Angeles, the, the uniforms are great. I love those uniforms. I did like the new one, the old ones. The old ones now. The old ones. I like the old ones. I did like one of the logos, the, the just the ram head. Yeah. That one was okay. This is just Why weird. Why did they have to ruin it? It looks like, I don't know, someone said it looks, it looks like, like an XFL team. Someone said it looks like a Madden uniform. <laughs> yeah. I honestly. agree with them. It looks so like the uniforms again. People make say that it makes them look soft. It does. Let's go to see what they did. They fired Wade Phillips. I'm sorry, I'm just so sad. I don't understand. It just looks. We're still on this. Let's the numbers are just disgusting. Let's get back to okay. Sorry. So they fired Wade Phillips. They they didn't fire him. They didn't re-sign him. They fired him. Bad decision. Yes, I don't think the defense was a problem last year. I think the fact so many problems with their offense, and not even Jared Goff is not a good QB, but and even as a system QB, he was okay. But their the offense was not generating wins last year. So, the Rams, I just think, had a terrible offseason. Yes, they lost Corey Littleton. They yeah. lost. He was like their best linebacker. Gone they, to the Raiders. They lost, they lost Eric Weddle. They lost Dante Fowler. I mean, they probably could have kept him, should have kept him. They lost Greg the Leg, who I mentioned earlier. How could you just let your best kicker leave? Go like that? Yeah, that's. Go like that. They lost Todd Gurley, my fantasy MVP a couple years ago. Could have been MVP a couple years ago. But Todd Gurley was almost non-existent last year. He was destroyed. Yeah. They lost Clay Matthews. Whatever. I mean, he was old. I I forgot he was on that team. They lost... Eric Weddle to retirement. Eric Weddle. They almost lost Michael Brockers, but luckily he came back. Luckily. They caught one break. They signed Andrew Whitworth. That's true, but he's old, and I don't know how well he's going to do. But so good signing. They re-signed Austin Blythe. They got Leonard Floyd on a one-year deal. That's, their their defense that, looks a lot different than that defense that went that went to the Super Bowl. They do have Jalen Ramsey they need to resign. But that I think that's it at this point. And obviously Aaron Donald, but they definitely got worse. Uh, especially on the defensive end. I don't necessarily like what they did in the draft either. So they the first thing they did they drafted Cam Akers. I mean, no, there's no. I don't. I can't. I can't with the running backs. No. <laughs> why? Why? Just why? You have so many other things that you should be going to improve. They need it. Their defense needs Offense need help. Tackle. Their O line needs help. Line linebacker secondary. They didn't draft a defensive player until the third round. I don't know why they drafted a receiver. They have three 
Goodness. Great receivers. Great I think no, they have one of the best wide receiving cores in the entire NFL. Both Cooper Cup and Robert Woods topped a thousand yards last year. God, they lost Brandon Cooks. Oh crap! Still, the Brandon Cooks didn't do much last year. Both Robert Woods and Cooper Cup both topped a thousand yards last year. Cooper Still. Cup himself is great. Getting a receiver in round two, I thought was a little high, and a running back in round two, still a little high. They should. I like how they did got a linebacker and safety, but I still think they should have primarily picked defensive players and maybe some offensive linemen in this draft because that's where they need to work on. But I don't know. I think they got worse this offseason. Was I, again, I feel like we're the entire the season, the 2018 to 19 season is looking like a fluke for some teams, and that was a great season for football. I don't know if it was a fluke. It was just. A lot of things going right. The roster that they built that season just worked so well, and they couldn't keep all those players. Yeah. And, like, injuries. Like, the the loss of players, obviously, have just completely derailed. I don't think their offense took any hits, but their defense definitely took a hit. I mean, Jared Goff's... um, Throwing a football has taken not throwing a football, but his offensive skill skill has yeah. taken. Yeah, he's throwing the but he's throwing the football good. more, but it's resulting in less. Their offensive line is old. I think I've noticed something too. I don't think I think like think about the top three um, passing yards leaders last year: Jameis Winston, um, Dak Prescott, and Jared Goff. Jared Goff is a top three passer. Top three passing leader, yes, sir. And they all aren't good. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't they think that has anything to do with. Aren't on play. They are all not on playoff teams. That it has nothing to do with wins. Um, their over under is eight and a half. I think it's just about that. Yeah, I think they go like eight and eight. Maybe I don't. I don't see like they have a potential to be the worst team in the division. Uh, and let's move on to the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals in your like Cardinals, great, just great. They laugh at Bill O'Brien. They laugh at his blunders. Well, first they signed Larry Fitzgerald again. I so he's, I thought he was going to retire. I, I really thought he was going to retire. I, I, at this point, it's like, what? What do you? No, are he's you like Frank for? Gore. Jesus, let's don't talk about my Lord and Savior, Frank well, Gore. He's next. He's next episode. Hold, hold on. <laughs> exactly. Um, so they got rid of David Johnson's contract, which was good, and now they have Kenyon Drake, who they got the use the transition who, pick on. Who's they got great? Hopkins, obviously. So Kyler Murray is just gonna have just, uh, just fun time. Up. Yeah, I don't. Kyler Murray's gonna have a great, great, great time next year. Uh, Christian Kirk. Larry Fitzgerald, um, DeAndre Hopkins. That's that's a good receiving core right there. Eno Benjamin, Arizona State. Their defense needs help, but well, they worked on it. You know, the draft was good. Absolute they got Isaiah steal. Simmons. Absolute steal. I don't. Oh my gosh, there that that was one of the blunders in the draft. Isaiah Simmons. The, the Cardinals saw Isaiah Simmons at number eight after the Panthers just completely. They kind of passed on him. And the Cardinals said, okay, I guess we'll take it. Right. And that I, was 
Just a great player. And he he's such a talented player who can play multiple positions. And he he's gonna he's gonna be great for them. They also took a off a tackle in the third round. This guy like that to give. Um, they need to really boost up that offensive line. Yeah, especially but Kyler Murray is apparently supposed to be mobile. I think. Yeah, but just because he's mobile doesn't mean you have to force him to run every play because that's what they do with Russell Wilson. Man. Uh, I think yeah, I don't think they 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 just don't care about Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's just living his life. He doesn't. I get it's just. At this point, he just nobody cares. Um, they they had a good draft, and I think they had a great off season. Their Very defense close. just needs work. It does need work, and so does their offensive line. Yeah, but they addressed it. I mean, what did they get last year? Uh, last year the they got, I think they only got like three wins last year. But I'm, I'm they got they were five, ten, and one. Oh, oh. What was what is their over under this year? Their over under is standing at six and a half. I think they get seven wins. You are not okay in the head. Nice. I think it's just about that or under. They're not. I don't think they get seven wins. I think if, they get seven wins and get third place in the division. They. I think this their schedule is just especially their road games are hard. The last place schedule though. Yeah, because they're not expected to do much. If you're expected to lose every game, your schedule's not going to be like. I believe in them. What's their, what's their schedule? Let's see. They got the Niners, the Redskins, the. Redskins. They got the nine. The Niners on the road. The Panthers on the road. The Cowboys on the road. The Seahawks on the road. The Pats on the road, and the Rams on the road. But you and know, they, NFC West games are always tricky. They could beat the Seahawks and the Rams. And the Niners, I don't think they can. Even their home games, they they play the. Seven, I, I calculate. I just got it. Ready? The Redskins, the Lions, the Jets, the Dolphins. Okay, first off, don't do the, the Jets Hawks, like that. Don't do the, the Jets Hawks like that. Want, the Rams once, the Giants. I think it's seven. Maybe the Patriots. Seven. <sighs> seven wins right there. Boom. I. <sighs> I am gonna do the Jets like that. All right. Let's move on to the. The best division in football. Was that did that side mean you disagree? No, I don't. I don't disagree. Yes, oh. best division in football. Okay, so the New Orleans Saints want a Super Bowl. Now, yeah, we're starting with the division. We have. I thought you got caught on to that. We're starting with the division winners. I'm, I'm so slow. <laughs> so the. Yes. New Saints Orleans Saints won a Super Bowl because they, I think they've had opportunities to win a Super Bowl in every single one of the last three years. Uh-huh. And the Vikings just take that and they crush it. They've lost on the last play of three straight games. Just so sad. And, and all of them had to do with, no, not the first one. The first one was just. Of plays that they've lost on. The first oh, one everyone says had to do with. Um, Offensive pass interference, but it, it's all it all depends. Okay. On okay. Hey, I'm not, I'm not saying it. I'm saying what they think. Um, if, Sean Payton came if, out. If and anything, said, it was both people having pass interference, so the calls would have offset, meaning nothing. The game would have been the same. Okay, with the yeah, you're right with the Vikings game, but you telling oh, me if the Saints? Well, I'm talking about last the year before. Oh, the Rams. Yeah, I mean that was kind of dumb, but <laughs> that was also, kind of. I'm pretty sure Drew Brees threw an interception like the drive before. 
So we can't blame it all on the rest. Can't oh, you're really don't do I'm this. I'm sorry. I don't want to hurt don't do you. Don't do this to me. Let's just keep going with if can they do four times the charm, right? Yeah, apparently. Let's hope. Let's hope. Gosh, Case Keenum. Oh, I'm getting hurt. Just keep talking. Drew uh, signed. Yes. Great. What a guy. What I think. Well, first off, what was he going to do? Either is he, it was either retire or resign. But he, he took less money. That's what I mean. He's still taking twenty five million. I don't. He deserves it. Deserves more. He does anyway, deserve it. What's, what else we do? They Andre went into. Personally, Andre. I think the what the Saints did. They went into this offseason with a so-called controversy at QB, and I think they won. Was there a controversy? People were saying either you re-sign um, Taysom Hill or Teddy Bridgewater, but I thought I knew that they were going to let Teddy Bridgewater walk. It was dumb of them to do. but you know, they, Okay, but they brought in a QB. I'm going to pretend you didn't just say that because then you were basically saying he's better than Teddy. I'm not, not saying I'm not going to talk that. about it. We're just going to keep going. On with the signings. Andres Pete, you say he's a little overrated a little bit. Yes. But he was still good for them, so. Um, they they drafted Cesar Ruiz, who's, I think, going to start immediately. They needed help for it on the O-line, and they got it. They brought in Janoris Jenkins, and they brought in Malcolm Jenkins. I liked David Onyemata, too. Yes. That's a, that's a, a bit of a – for the um, defensive line. Wait, they got a they, long snapper? <sighs> yeah, and Cesar Ruiz. No, Zach Wood. Oh, what? Oh, I didn't even see that. They got um, Emmanuel Sanders, a one-two punch at receiver now. Yes, and obviously we'll see what happens with um, Trey Cohen Smith. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I forget sometimes that Jared Cook is on this team. Oh. Um, their defense looks really good. They got Zach Bond in the draft. Mm-hmm. They got Adam Troutman for tight end to pair with Jer- Jerry Cook. And they got, and they got Tom- Tommy Stevens. Oh, yeah. Taysom Hill 2.0. And they got Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. Number now one pick. To the right team. I think this was. I think personally, I don't even care if Jameis Winston ends up playing, staying with the Saints. This was a great move for Jameis in terms of a, a mental and a learning standpoint. This was a great move for Jameis. Uh, you get to learn as being Jameis is the most incomplete quarterback in terms of his turnovers, and now you're literally going with the guy who leads the NFL, who has the best completion percentage in NFL history. Sorry. Anyway. Maybe he'll be better. I think he did. He got the LASIK vision. Is that really going to change anything? If you could see the receivers, I think that helps. You know what? I I think he's just dumb because he took that long to get it done. Yes. If that was was bothering him in college, then he is just – he should have done it the first year he got in the NFL then. Well, okay. So let's talk about this. The Saints – are going to, I think a lot of people are projecting them to make the Super Bowl. I, in fact, have them winning the Super Bowl. I but think I, they, wanna, I do not want to jinx them. I'm not saying anything. Like when I when I tell you I'm not saying anything, they had a good draft. Alvin Kamara just needs to do something. They recently signed Ty Montgomery. 
So now they have Latavius Murray and Ty Montgomery to pair with Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara needs to do something, I repeat. Um, Michael Thomas obviously is the best receiver in the NFL. Um, so it's a one-two punch with Emmanuel Sanders. This team has to do something again in the in the draft. I mean, in the in this season. I'm not going to jinx it. I'm going to the Vikings in the playoffs. I think that'll be fine. That'd be great. That would just be great. I th- oh gosh, it would just be great for them not to play the Vikings. Um, I personally, I think that they had a good off season. The over under for them stands at. Ten and a half, over, over. It's so easy, over. 13. I have them going thirteen and three. I say twelve or thirteen games. I because I see them splitting with Tampa Bay or whatnot, but it's whatever. So let's move on to the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, you thought I was gonna go to Tampa Bay there, huh? Appointments. Atlanta is the southern version of the Eagles. No, they're the southern version of the. The Browns, so much talent. They're not that dysfunctional. They, no, they have more talent than the Browns. Easily more talent not than anymore. the Browns. Not anymore. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's see what who the who they bring in. So somehow Dan Quinn is still there. Mister Tonkin Gurley. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, Dan Quinn is still there. I don't know why. I think that. The, play, the players want him. The players want him there. Players should know what's good for them and get rid of him. I mean, he took them to the Super Bowl. That's true, which was like four years ago. Oh, gosh, it's been so long. Um, And you know they, who took them to the Super Bowl? Mr. Kyle Shanahan. Yes, this is true. You're 100% correct. Um, oh, Matt so, Ryan has been the same. So. so they brought in Dante Fowler Jr. I like so, that one. I the disgusting defense. Because they lost um who's overrated defensive end played for them. Who is it? Alright, just keep talking. I'll find it. Anyway, so they lost they lost um they brought in Dante Fowler. They obviously still have Keanu Neal, so he's he's and right. to help with their secondary, they drafted AJ Terrell, who was I think was a good I thought he was overdrafted a little bit. Well not the best one on the board at that time. The, um, Vic the best. Beasley. Vic Beasley? Overrated. <laughs> Not really, but a little bit. I anyway, think, they I don't know. He left. So, and yeah, they, they brought in AJ Terrell, who I think was the best corner at the, the, at the time. Desmond Trufant? Yeah. No, when did they draft him? 14, 16? 16th overall. I don't know who else. You, the next corner that went on the board was um, Damon Arnett. I thought he was a, a overdraft too, but hold on, let me just just, you just, just keep off. talking. I'll just you you talking. you'll just continue making claims for your. Okay, it's, not, it's not claims. Um, let's see. Um, while if anything, I would think that Jalen Johnson and um. Yes, that's that's what I'm thinking of. They Jaylen, were they were, they but they they uh, felt to like the trade on digs. They they, um, they they were underdrafted heavily. Christian they, Fulton. But these are all people who are at the bottom of the second round. So meaning we're going to. And also, was cornerback really their biggest position of need at that point? No, they needed like their defense needed so much help. They could have drafted so many other players. They Their defense, like they needed a a lot of 
That's not how you say it. It's Clevon Chisson, I think. Uh, where did he go? The Jags. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Anyway, um, Edge was their biggest priority. Yes, thought. they needed a, an edge rusher, but um, I still like the AJ Terrell it's okay. drafting, and they brought in Dante Fowler. Their defense, I mean, their offense took a step back. They got they lost Austin Hooper, which who was a, who was great. Fantasy God last year. Fa- yeah, oh my fantasy in the last three years, he's been great. Oh, I've I've ne- I've always drafted Austin Hooper, but they replaced him with Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Not replacement, like for like, definitely a downgrade. So they also up to the Ravens though too. Yeah, we'll get so, to them later. Also, Jonathan Gurley. So you gave up Devontae Freeman for Todd Gurley. I don't. I th- I don't know. Running backs again are so disposable. I mean, I'm pretty sure like Adam said the one time that Gurley's like two seasons left in him. I think he thinks. Mm-hmm. But Todd Gurley also only signed for one year. I think that he his starting money starting days maybe over. But who else? Would, who's who's gonna start for, for uh, over him? Edo Smith. I meant like starting money. Sorry, I'm gonna say starting okay. count money. Those days are over. I think he's just gonna bounce around the league on one year contracts. Yeah. For a couple I mean, it's end of one year, one year, fifteen million, I think. Poor time. Falcons. Um, they also have. I mean, they lost Mohamed Sanu last year in trade. They, the most overrated receiver in the league, Calvin Ridley. Yes. I I just I don't like why people like him so much. I think he's overrated. I don't think he's. I don't think he's the best. Or he's. I don't think he's worth starting. Whatever. That's just my opinion. Julio Jones is obviously there. Yeah, salty fantasy fan right there. He drafted Calvin Ridley and did he even do anything for him? Yes. Oh. Um So yeah. The, the Falcons, they're I don't know what I don't know why people think they're gonna be good. They're over understands at seven and a half. I think it's gonna be around that. Yeah, about it's this is so this is so sad to watch. At least Matt Ryan has a Super Bowl um, appearance, you know. Matt Ryan's not even that bad. He's not a bad. He's not a bad quarterback. I don't. He was bad last year, though. He gets a but, lot of hate, but Matty Ice is great. I like Matty Ice. He's, he's solid, and he's. It's not his fault that they're not good. God, so they really the choked defense, in the Super Bowl. The defense is just can't stay healthy, and Dan Quinn is a defensive coach, and he should be able to make them better, but he's not, which is why I think he should have been fired. The players trust them, and that's that's enough, I guess. Um, but let's move on to the next team in the NFC South. I wanted to save them for last, but you know the way we're going, we sh- it shouldn't. But the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love. Gosh, it just sucks how Jameis Winston's not on this team anymore. No, it doesn't. I think they're so happy. I was gonna. S- if the, okay, let me say this. I think they're if, very overrated. If this, yeah, yes, but very no. Good. At the same time, if this team was the same without Gronk and um and Brady, I would still say that they'd make the playoffs. Mm. Only because I think if keep in mind they would have to have the same draft. Only because I think personally, they basically their entire defensive line 
they just resigned. They, they I, they were like, okay, you're everyone's coming back. Um, they signed Quentin Bell, Anthony Fabiano, DeAndre Hall, Jeremiah LeBetter. They, they got their defensive line back. They resigned. They resigned Jason Pierre-Paul. They resigned Dominic. Say it. Dominic and Sue. And Dominic and Sue. And will learn how to say it one day, and I will learn how to say Bo from Alabama one day. It's not hard, Bo Scarborough. Yeah, Dominic and Sue. I don't care. And then they saw Tsunami. They placed the franchise tag on Shaquille Barrett, which is smart. smart. Very smart. Oh, Thank my gosh. That was, that's an underrated franchise tag. Um, because I think Sha- Shaq Barrett's going to be great next season. And even if it last year was just a fluke, they, have, they can let him go. And they won't lose a lot. Next. I, I'm just going to disagree with you slightly. Okay. Their defense is not as good as you think it is. I didn't say their defense was, is as good as it, I think it is. I said their defense is going to take a step up, and they retained their – they didn't lose too much on defense. Okay, then I'll let you finish, and then I'll come back. Okay, next. Is Brady better than Winston? I don't know. Yes. Okay, okay, yes, If I guess, whatever. I think I'm better than James. <laughs> don't you dare. Come at James. Like I think Colt that. McCoy is better than James. Okay, don't don't do James like that. Don't do James like that. Next, their tight end situation. OJ Howard and Cameron Bray. If there was, if Rob wasn't there, I'd be like, okay, it's good. Now they added Rob Gronkowski. Is Rob Gronkowski a shell of himself? Yes. Did he need to be on this team? No. Did is he still a great, uh, okay signing, a decent signing? Yes. I didn't realize he could still be traded like that. Now, I mean, gosh, we all we yeah, said that Rob John Lynch. Yeah, but this is different. Look, in my in my opinion, look, Rob Gronkowski, we all expected him to come back last year for the for the Patriots, right? Right. He didn't, and all of a sudden he's back in Tampa Bay. And I don't know why I'm hearing, but now Antonio Brown has been talking to Tom Brady and wanting to come to, and want to come into Tampa and I don't care whether or not it happens that should not be allowed like if 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 Tampa Bay ends up saying oh hey yes to Antonio Brown I think Roger Goodell should pull a David Stern and veto that it won't happen Bruce Arians isn't like Antonio Brown that's good that's good that's that's all that's Antonio Brown is an idiot yes um R- Ronald they their running back situations um interesting but they're not going to be running the ball a lot they still have two of the best receivers in Are the they league. Running the ball on? What are you talking? About? They're not going to run the ball. Right, I'm gonna let you keep going. I'm gonna let you keep going. Now we'll just okay. Stop later. Anyway, and then obviously they have the two of the best wide receivers in the league, and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. So they're gonna be okay. I don't think they're gonna be Super Bowl contenders like everyone says they're gonna be. I still think that they they they're a good team. Okay. Let's start with the, the big man himself, Tom Brady. Okay. He's not as good. He's not as good as he once was. We saw this last year. Yes, this year he's going to have better weapons, which may make him look good. But one, Bruce Arians likes to throw the deep ball a lot. Guess who can't throw the deep ball anymore? It's Tom Brady. So, but you're the same one who said that um, that Tom Brady is better than Jameis. Tom Brady can throw to his own team. Anyway, wow, Tommy wow. can't run, can't move around a lot, but 
I mean, I definitely think he's going to have a better year than he did last year because he's going to have more weapons. But you can't ignore the fact that he was in decline last year. Yeah, you're right. Second, the Gronk signing, I don't get it. What else you got about it? Um, he was constantly injured. They had two tight ends already who were good, better than he is at this current moment. Not overall, but at this current moment. Um, I just it didn't seem like it needed to happen. Okay, and I feel like yeah, I just feel like it didn't need to happen because now they have to get rid of one of them. They have to get rid of OJ or Cameron Brate. I'll probably be Cameron Brate because he costs more. And the exercise is the fifth. Yeah, they got the fifth round option on fifth year option on OJ Howard. So I think Cameron Brate will be gone, which doesn't make sense. Why would you jeopardize that for signing Gronk for a year? And I'll probably get injured. But moving on, um, I disagree with the fact that you said they're not going to run the ball because Tom Brady succeeds when he's not being relied on all the time. Last year, the Patriots may have thrown the ball 50 times a game because they couldn't establish a run game. This year, I think with Keyshawn Vaughn, who they got in the third round, and Ronald Jones, Bruce Aarons is going to try to run the ball to not to take the pressure off of Brady. But they got rid of Peyton Barber. They replaced him with Keyshawn Vaughn. Okay. So take away the pressure off of Brady so that he does not have to throw the ball 50 times a game. They got Tristan Worse, which I thought was great to protect him. <clears throat> they got Tyler Johnson. I don't want to talk about him, but they got him in the fifth round. Another receiver to add to the the great receiving core that they have. So that is my opinion on the offense. Now moving to the defense. Yes, I agree. It was great, great business. Resign their entire defensive line. Great. Their linebackers are good. Their secondary is not, I don't think. They did get um, Winfield Jr. from Minnesota, who I think will be good for them. I think um, their cornerbacks will take the next step, but they're still young and inexperienced, so I think that may be a weak point on their team. Yeah. I'm not expecting them to make to be the number one defense in the league, but it has to be. Um, uh, uh, um, a stat forward, you know? In conclusion, they're overrated, but I still think they make the playoffs. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So their over-under is right now at nine and a half. Okay, I think they go... I think it's about a little bit over that, maybe. I think they go 11 and 5. I see them say 9, 10 wins. I see them going eleven and five. Okay. Um. So now let's move on to the. I don't know. I'm not going to call them a dumpster fire. I just don't know what they're doing. We call the dumpster fire. We reserve those names for the Redskins and the Browns. Okay. The Panthers are just rebuilding. Yeah, but th- do they know that? Do they know that? I think they do. Do the fans and media know that? No. I don't think so. Because okay. everyone, everyone seems to think they're going to make the playoffs or something this year. No. That, no. I don't 
I every single time I see them, first off, I don't see them getting a win. They they're acting like this team did not go five and eleven. First off, and they're acting I, like I'm, they didn't lose twenty three players on defense or something like that. And I don't understand why people are acting like Teddy Bridgewater is the next coming of Patrick Mahomes. I think he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start at the top. Matt Rule was a great, great, great coach. Great. Hunter. I mean, I think he screwed over Baylor with that. You know what? Baylor should make a statue for him. I told you this. They should just yes make a statue of Matt Rule because he turned our football program around. But it was time. It was time for him. You know, he deserved it. Anyway, and speaking he, of people leaving, Luke, help me. Luke Keekley. Luke Keekley. I was going to say that, but I, I, the, you threw me off just now. Um, Luke Keekley, gone. And gone. I think it was yeah, like 29. Gone. Gone. But yeah, Luke Keekley, um, you know, he just he just makes sure he's, he can um, stay sane for the rest of his life. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, they, did do, said, they did do Cam Newton dirty, though. Yes, I don't. First off, they didn't. They, and they didn't. Um, let him know. Like they were still saying that, oh, they were gonna bring him back or yada yada. We'll see when healthy. Like I think the team released a statement and then Cam Newton had to go on social media and said, like, this is literally not what you told me. Right. Like they and so they did him dirty and it's surprising that he's not on a team yet. But watch the Patriots. Please somebody keep an eye on the Patriots. Watching them. I think I pretty sure, I think I said that. Maybe watch, fact, the, watch the Jaguars too. No, don't watch the Jaguars. The Jaguars, I, don't, I hope Cam Newton stays away from that team. But also, I'm saying this. Let's. I'm telling you right now, something might happen with Cam Newton between this our NFC and our AFC preview. But we'll see. Anyway, uh, back to departures. They lost Eric Reed. They lost Bruce Irvin. They lost James Bradbury. They lost Mar- Mario Addison, Vernon Butler, Gerald McCoy, Greg Olson, Don Terry Poe. They lost all of those players. That was probably like the majority of their starting defense. Their defense is so shot. So this is a rebuilding team. Now, what did they do to try to fix this? Well, they got MVP in XFL season, Mr. PJ Walker. As a backup to Teddy. They they got, got, obviously, Teddy. Yeah, they didn't get Terry Bridgewater, but irrelevant. (laughs) Good signing. I liked it. In the draft, they did really good. Um, and, I oh, think we're still in free agency, bro. They got Robbie oh, Anderson. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like Robbie. Your Anderson. favorite Temple Tough. Shut up. I don't like Robbie Anderson, obviously, because I think he's a head case who and they thinks he's better than he actually is. But whatever. I think you're just salty because he didn't do anything for the Jets. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. Um, they re-signed Christian McCaffrey, the best running back. Oh, yes, they did. Do or that. I think the best. Offensive player in the league. Personally. They traded for someone from Russell Okun from the okay, for, to help fill their uh, to, to help fill their um, needs at left tackle. But they did trade trade Turner in that trade, who was probably their best offensive lineman. Yeah, their um, offensive line needs so much work. Um, they so in the draft they got Derek Brown out of Auburn. Good pick. I liked it. I, I know you think they should have won Isaiah Simmons, but I, I'm okay with them picking um Derek They Brown needed any they they needed any defensive player. 
Yeah. In the second round, they picked Mr. Gross Meadows from Kansas University. Yeah, Yeda Gross Meadows was great. Could have. And Jeremy Chin. Yeah, I was pick two. So they fill their needs uh, in secondary too. They go all defensive picks. Oh, (laughs) hold up a second. They got Kenny Robinson from the XFL. Yes. For the St. Louis Battlehawks. So, man, Matt Rule knows where to go to go to the XFL because that's where the talent is. Only only a little bit of talent. He also drafted his own um, Gravion Roy, defensive tackle out of um, Baylor. But, oh my gosh, did they go all defensive picks? They should. They did. They should have. I agree. Yeah, I, they're often. If you need, if you have Christian McCaffrey, I don't think you need an, any. You don't need receivers or running backs. You're good. No, Christian McCaffrey is basically your entire offense. So it, last he was literally last season, and that's why he got the extension that he did. Because not only did he stay healthy, but he also consistently delivered. Literally I, consistently. A, a PJ Walker, Christian McCaffrey, two man backfield. And I think Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel are both good, uh, and Farrell Cooper, in a sense, are both good vertical threats. So I'm not too mad at that. Um, they have someone else. They have I can't. I can't. DJ think. Moore. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, DJ Moore is good. I, uh, he's okay. I'm not gonna say good. But Did they still they have, have that Chris. Do you Chris Hogan? Did they resign him? Chris Hogan? No, they do not. But on the defense side of the ball, they do have Brian Burns, who was good last year. They do have Dante Jackson. Um, they signed Trey Boston. I'm not, team, I'm not I mean, mad at the offseason. Of work. They're not going to contend. They're not going to be uh, – they're not going to be good. No, what's their, what's their over-under? I'm going to have you guess what their over-under is, actually. Is it high or low? Is it is – it- is it six? Just, I want you to just guess it and think. And six. Are you going to lock that in? I'm going to lock in six. It's five and a half. Huh. Yeah, I can agree with that. Maybe I can agree. Bit. Yeah, maybe a little No, no, no actually. I want to say five or six. Yeah. But they're they're competent, but they're They not, are. They're, they have too they many holes. They just don't have the pieces. They don't have the pieces. They have too many holes to make up for. They, and um, it's not their fault either. It's not. They have Ian Thomas to replace Greg Olson. But you're right. They have too many holes. It's not their fault, but they're not good enough to contend. So that's that's how the NFC shape shapes up. Wow. This was a longer episode than I thought, but I actually expected it to be this long. long. I have no idea, but it's definitely good. People are getting angry. Eh, Whatever. It's not. No way it's two hours. Anyways, start for content, so listen definitely. Anyways, thank you for listening to our um NFL NFC offseason review. Delayed, delayed, delayed version, but obviously news is gonna happen soon, so we'll see. Now, next will be our AFC um offseason review. This has been Noah and Logan, and thank you for listening to Sticks of Sports. Follow us on Twitter. Yes, follow us on Twitter at Stick to Sports. Everywhere you listen to podcasts. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, everything. Follow, subscribe, rate, review, and send us to your friends. And also check out our blog at Stick to Sports blog.
www.blogspot.com. Thank you for listening. It's Stick to Sports with Logan, Adam, and Noah.